NFR Extra follows all your favorite cowboys, interviews legends of rodeo, and talks to the best of country music. Follow Nevada Caldwell, Ryland Bentley, and Steve Godert every week as they delve deep into the stories behind the road to gold in Vegas at the National Finals Rodeo. It's revealing, comedic, and sometimes emotional. Find it on Spotify or anywhere you listen to podcasts. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. NFR Extra, episode 75, and we have our other co-host joining us. He's been too busy calling rodeos over at Cowtown Coliseum for the Junior World Finals. Steve Godert, welcome back with us. Thank you. Thank you, my man. <laughs> Junior World Finals presented by Yeti. My bad. Yes. Sorry. I am not always brushed up on my, um, how do you add in the sponsorship elements to the production side of things, so... Yes, absolutely presented by Yeti. Dude, how is everything going over there, man? We're watching the live stream. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. You know, we're, uh, we're there at the Cowtown Coliseum, and uh, this year is a little bit different on multiple levels, um, specifically, you know, where the venue is, being at Cowtown, awesome historical experience. But secondly, um, you know, my good buddy, Mr. Andy Seiler, he is over there uh, at Globe Life Stadium, and he's doing the NFR. But uh, really blessed to have Matt West um, with us. And I tell you what, the guy is like, he, he is a wrecking ball. He pulls energy out from people when, you know, it doesn't seem like there is any. And uh, he's really a great addition to uh, the Junior World Finals presented by Yeti this year. Um, so, no, it's going good. We've got uh, the first five days. We, we do the rough sock. Um, start off with bulls, go to bareback and saddle bronc, and that's all age divisions for for all these events that we incorporate. Um, and then we do another section of bulls for the afternoon, and then we conclude with mutton busting. So we've had five days of starting at seven thirty and just rolling through it. But I think everybody's got their spirits up and excited to be here, and it's awesome to be a part of this historical moment. So as a lot of people listen, like obviously you've been with us on quite a few of the interviews that are coming out this uh, 10 days, but there is one that you missed that we're, that will be on this episode. And I do feel, I, cause I know how much you like this guy and we're going to have him back on again cause he's a mainstay. We talked to Shane Miner on Friday. Oh yeah, man. That's one that I, I regrettably wish that I was on because yeah, that I was, that's all right. We'll have him again. I don't want to get too sad. No, it, it, we actually talked about that. We're like, Shane, can we just have you on like every two months just to just just talk to you? Yeah, <laughs> bi-monthly. <laughs> He's that kind of guest. Talk yeah. to me about, uh, because you always have great perspective. Uh, you're a fan. You live the lifestyle. What do you think about what's going on in Arlington? We talked to Brian about it. She's going up in this business. She's had some great perspective. What are you, how are you feeling about it? How you like the competition? I know you've been over there. What, do, what are you thinking about it? It's crazy, man. And it's just, it seems like this is the 2020 is really bleeding through, you know? I mean, like you don't have the standard like, oh, this guy's going to win. This person's going to go, this horse is going to be good, whatever it is. You know, it's just, it's interesting to go there. It's interesting to see the setup and the competition. It's like, 
it's insane, man. I mean, it is really cool to see. It's a big, huge baseball field that we're having a rodeo in. Um, but it's, I've gone there for, I've, I've watched two nights live there at uh, Globe Life. And uh, it's it's a lot, man. I mean, it's a, it's a production. So hats off to everybody that, that was a big part of making it happen. The baseball Very, stadium. It is something that is undescribable. I've actually never been into a baseball stadium, so entering this field, knowing that they just played the World Series there was actually quite surreal. But wow, a whole different arena layout. We talk about different multiple times, but the arena itself, I've never seen an arena shaped like that. So it's been fun to watch the competition and the stock react to it. Um, I think it's actually been great. I had some leeriness to it when I first saw the layout of how they were going to do it, but it's been great competition. Yeah, it has been. You know, I obviously been watching on the Cowboy Channel. Not there. I am missing being there. I man, I just being part of twenty years and not actually being able to walk around behind the scenes, front of the scene, whatever. Super bizarre. But yeah, you're right, Steve. Um, as far as the competition goes, it's not the mainstay of those that kind of dominate and kind of step up and take care of things. It's it's all for the taking, and it's definitely showing every night with, with how it kind of just even like bull riding last night. I mean, it was. What a change in um, what we were expecting or what we were seeing the first two nights. But as we mentioned, Mr. Shane Miner on this episode, please enjoy. It's just about everything that you could expect when talking about music and talking to this gentleman. A lot about the artist that he's bringing on over at Cowboy Revival during Cowboy Christmas. Just quite a few other things that he happens to just randomly talk about. So enjoy this episode. But up next, NFR Rewind with Jeff Metters and Butch Knowles. It's a building built for baseball, but you know what? It's working out pretty darn good for rodeo. Globe Life Field, they had the World Series here in October, and the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo invades in December. Jeff Metters, Butch Knowles, as we talk about what happened in round number three. The Eliminators were out in bareback riding and saddle bronc riding. I love these nights. <laughs> when they're out, it's exciting. And you know, I thought they bucked extra hard. For some reason, they just brought their A game tonight. And boy, some guys matched up good. Yeah, like a world champion in bareback riding is Casey Field, who blows in. And he has not won a go-around, hard to believe, since 2015. 91 and a half points later, he has broken that streak. You know, when we were talking about when he left the shoot, how aggressive he was, how serious he looked. And it was well paid off right there. Nine and a half for Field. He's trying to win his first fifth world title. He's on a good start. Steer wrestlers have fill, figured out Globe Life Field. Will Loomis tonight gets the win, 3.5. Yeah, what a pin of steers. We saw about 10 runs in the three-second range. 3.5, great run for Will Loomis. Look out if he gets rolling. Boy, and in team roping, Dustin and Travis have taken control. They won the last two rounds. These guys are number one in the world. Boy, they're looking good. Travis Graves is on his A game on that healing side, trying to win his first world title. He's stepping in the right direction. 90 and a half was the magical number in saddle bronc riding. The cowboy was Alan Bohr. Alan Bohr on Calgary's great yesterday delivery. And I mean, this horse tried everything he could to get Alan on the ground. And Alan said, not going to happen. Not going to throw my hat either, but I'm going to get all the money. <laughs> Tie down roping was fast tonight. And Corey Solomon was the quickest. Seven seconds flat. Watch him go down the rope like a slingshot. You know, you and I have watched Corey Solomon for a long time through his whole career. And how quick he is on the ground. He definitely took advantage of a good draw. 
and wins the round. And I'll be really upfront about it. Congratulations to Corey. I'm a, I'm a Lisa Lockhart fan. She almost won round one if it wasn't for that pesky third barrel, but she wins round three. How impressive was this? You know, and she and Rosa, they're just getting started. Great second barrel. You can see how fast this run was setting up. And this third barrel, you watch her launch off in. That's as quick as you can get around and get good drive off it. Great run for Lisa. In the bull riding side of things, only two guys made the whistle, and that's Colton Fritzl. He came in number 10 in the world. He wins 89. He jumped all the way to number two. You know, I, 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 I haven't watched Colton a bunch in his career yet. I was really impressed the first night how well he rode, and tonight he proved the reason he's here at the Ranker Round Farm. Three rounds down, seven still remain on the Cowboy Channel, and RFD-TV round number four coming up tonight. Cowboy Christmas, the Wrangler NFR's only official gift show, is open daily at the Fort Worth Convention Center through December 12th. Cowboy Christmas is no ordinary Western shopping fest. You'll find hundreds of exhibitors with the most unique Western apparel, art, furniture, jewelry, and so much more. If you need it, you can find it here. There's something for everyone at Cowboy Christmas, and admission is free. Get more at NFRExperience.com. Cowboy Christmas, we're all in, in Texas, and it's all here. Hi, I'm world champion bull rider Sage Kimsey, and you're listening to NFR Extra. Shane Miner is currently one of Universal Music Publishing Nashville's most prestigious writers. He not only writes, but mentors newly signed artists. He is also an award-winning member of BMI Nashville. If you listen to country radio, you will hear a Shane Miner song being sung by a major artist and the new rising stars as well. He returns to NFR Extra to talk about his new concept, Cowboy Revival at Cowboy Christmas, Charlie Daniels, and a lot more. Shane Miner, welcome back to NFR Extra, sir. Buddy, it's good to be here, man. We had a blast last time. Thanks for having me back. I'm just going to touch on this because we don't have Goatert right now. He's actually covering the Junior World Finals Rodeo. He's Mr. Big Time Announcer. And I'm not <laughs> going to speak to him or Brylan, but I might because that was probably one of our favorite interviews with you. Um, oh, you took this man. on a – holy crap, man. It was a roller coaster of emotions, uh, comments, one-liners, how things come together. Uh, seriously, it's one of our favorite interviews we've had, and we've had. Oh man! Oh, thank you so much. We did have a good time. <laughs> you know, we got to pour out our hearts and talk about life. That was fun. Yes, you got to do that. You know, I 100 percent agree, and I I am still blown away by how songs come together. And you were kind of walking us through some lyrics, and um, you know, I here's what I want to add. This like it, we've interviewed quite a few artists since we've talked to you, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm. I'm Try not to bump up your ego, but I get how a guy like you behind the scenes makes sense for music artists and what what it means to sit down with a writer that's attached to uh, Mother Earth, humans, things like that, and how the songs get originated, as cheesy as they may be. Like I, no, no, you know, man, I, pre- I appreciate you saying that, and and uh, I really, I, I really do. That means a lot because I, so you know, I'm I always go on the air inside of humility because I need my co-writers too. And I need those guys and I don't have all the answers at all, but 
I love to just work from the heart. It's kind of where I live, you know, I want to live, live there. And, and uh, if that's relayed through my music and my lyrics and my songwriting and what I do, because I have a passion for music and, and the cowboy life and rodeo. And I've, I've never lost this is my, that's my, that's been my passion since childhood. So I appreciate you saying that. And I'm glad I thank God that that comes through, you know, but I always, I'm still a student of it too. And I love to learn. I really do. Well, it, I tell you, speaking about learning, so what have, man, we've learned a lot over the past, well, probably four or five months since we talked to you. Um, when we talked to you, we did we had no idea. Are we going to be in Vegas? Are we going to be here? We're, are we going to be doing this thing on the moon? Uh, <laughs> you know, right. How has the past four months putting together Cowboy Revival uh, for here in Fort Worth at the convention center? How has that all come together? Can you walk us through a Shane Miner experience with all the artists you've been working with? Buddy, it's been a whirlwind because I've never played that role. I've been the writer. I've been the artist guy. Um, I've had to set and juggle these guys. And now I went, God, was I that difficult? I hope I wasn't. Not that they were being difficult. Nobody knew what was going on. A lot of these guys couldn't get out. If they got out, they got beat up on social media. You're out and there's COVID. You know what I mean? Yep. And it was hard to get them to commit. It was they, A lot of them didn't know. And God bless them. They, 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 they stood up and said, you know what? I love what, what you're trying to do. And uh, they all kind of came forward and made a stand and it started working, you know, Hey, we can do this day, this day, and this day. And, and uh, of course, stepping in, like I say, stepping into that role was just different for me. So being the, uh, the way it was presented to me, Hey, you know, maybe bring some of your buddies out who are writers and, and artists and, and maybe talk about stories behind the songs and maybe you know, it's almost like an interview role, but I, but I'm not that guy. So it's kind of morphing into one big fun backyard campfire writers round, like you said, which I like, that's what I do, you know? Yeah. So, but it, yeah. I mean, I hope I'm answering your question, right? I mean, it did, it was a whirlwind. The last four months have been have been booking artists uh, plus writing. I'm writing every day still, going in between all of that and weaving all that together, um, dealing with managers. Uh, here's what you need to have prepared. Uh, what do you need on the on as a, on the set? Uh, stuff I've never I've kind of taken for granted. Stuff that when people would ask me, "Hey, what do you need?" I go, "I don't need anything." You know, I'm. Now I'm on the backside of that going, man, these people work their tail off, try to make a show right. And, and it gave me a new respect for it. So but I want to, because I love collaboration and then I'm a, Brylan's going to chime in here and I'm sure she's got some questions, but sure. I, so we've talked to ooh, Lainey Wilson, um, Ashlyn Croft, um, I'm forgetting if we talked to anybody else, but I think that's about it right now. We got some other. How about, have you talked to Randall King? Talk to him next week. We're talking to Randall King next week. Can't wait for that. He's a great guy. We love Randall. So yeah, totally look for that. So to that point, I look at this as like, and this is me being a fan of. I'm a little bit of a kind of rock and roll grunge kind of guy, hip hop. Me too. Me too. I love that too. Yeah. So when when festivals happen, what I've learned is some, two artists meet that probably were never going to meet before, and they're like, "Man, we got to do something together." Is do you foresee that happening here for you the next 10 days where all of a sudden you meet somebody and you're like, man, I could do something with her voice or the, her, like her style. I'm just, is I'm more of the fan of the art side of it. Are you Absolutely. for yourself with your role in Nashville now? Absolutely. 
yeah. Or even go, hey, I know somebody that can, that was looking for somebody like you where they normally wouldn't have that opportunity. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And vice versa. They can go, man, that song you just did that you wrote, my, my friend so-and-so, give me that song so I can send it to them. So, yeah, it all collaborate. It all just opens up doors for everybody. Kind of like what you're saying with those festivals, right? It's the same deal. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So cool. But, I know. I would love... I would love to eventually speaking of rock. Cause I like rock and roll too, man. I, I would love an old buddy of mine is Brett Michaels. Is old buddy. Oh, are you there? Yep. Are you there? Okay. An old buddy of mine is Brett Michaels from poison. And he's a big, he's a big country music fan. I would love to get him to come do one of these. That guy would sit there and sing old cover country songs one after another, oh. you know, it'd be so much fun. And to get his, we need to get him on your, on your podcast. That's what we need to do. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh man, I'll call, you know what I'll do? I'll reach out to him today. If I can get a hold of him, I'll give him to Brian Lynn. He's a he's a great guy. You guys would love Brett Michaels. Yeah. Oh man. And anything he says about me is not true. I'm just gonna go ahead. <laughs> he's lying. Oh man. <laughs> man. We talked What's about that? Oh gosh. <laughs> I'll believe you. What's that? I'll believe you. Thank you, Brian Lynn. Thank you. Hold on right there, you two. We got to take a quick break. NFR Extra follows cowboys, talks to legends and country stars, and finds the stories that make up the season that leads to the annual showdown in December. Follow me, Nevada Caldwell, Brylan Bentley, and Steve Goder as we delve deep into the stories in and behind the road to gold. Listen to NFR Extra on Rural Radio, channel 147 on Sirius XM, every Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, with our re-air Tuesday in the same time slot. NFR Extra, all dirt, all rodeo, all year. Howdy, I'm Bob Tolman, and this is NFR Extra. Universal Music Publishing Nashville songwriter Shane Miner is here on NFR Extra. Universal Music Publishing Nashville's roster includes writers and artists Taylor Swift, Kenny Chesney, Keith Urban, Luke Combs, Sam Hunt, and a lot more. We talked a little bit about the campfire vibe, I guess I'm going to call it. Right. What does the title of this show mean to you as Cowboy Revival? It's something that they created this year, RMEF, and there's a bigger meaning behind it. Could you tap on that a little bit? Yeah. And it's, and I, yeah. Um, yeah Cowboy Revival, I've often thought about that, Brylin. It's a, it's a deep, it's so broad because I was like, well, this is where cowboys and country people and their music kind of meet together. And um, I just feel a sense of not beating Nashville up because I love Nashville. And I got a lot of artist friends who are out there that are country music lovers that are not necessarily being able to do, you know, on their off time, they'll listen to Merle Haggard, they'll listen to Conway Twitty, they'll listen to country music. And even some of the new fresh people coming up are great. They're country artists. I love them all. But it seems like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of time, here's, because it's such, it's such a 
such a line you have to carefully walk. You know what I mean? So I put it this way. Somebody asked me that one time and I went, well, here's what I've never understood about country music. And I got a lot of friends at country radio that I love dearly that love country music. And it seems like we've lost the country sound somewhere in there. You know, would you agree or yeah. am I way off? Maybe I'm way off. No, I totally agree. It's kind of like there's a, uh, I wouldn't say like the deep South or anything of that nature, but there's a, there's a meaning behind that word country. And this is where it kind of just amplifies it and why they are country. Right, right, right. Exactly. And so I just never understood where a pop station, I don't think a pop station would be telling a pop artist, Hey, you're too pop or a hip hop station would look at, P. Diddy or those guys go, oh man, that's just too, that's too hip hop, man. You know what I mean? Yep. But a country artist can come out and they're going, man, you're too country. And I'm just going, I just don't get that. We're country music. We have to have, every genre has to have borders, right? And sometimes I turn on the country station. I can't tell the difference between a pop station and a rock. St I, I can't, you know, I just, I can't. I miss the, I miss the, the little meat on the bones of the songs. I miss the steel guitar. I miss the, I miss the cheating, the hurting, the drinking. I miss it all. It's real life. You know what I mean? Yes, and, yes, yes. and I miss the, I miss the fun up tempo, uh, great country songs that everybody that we all party to and the people still do. And they go, well, you're, you know, you're probably, you're, you're probably what's, what was said to me one time. Uh, well, you know, if you worry about, if you can't keep up with the times, unlike the times they've probably passed you by bull crap. I've had that said to me before. And I'm like, no, nah, because I love rock. I love hip hop. I love that stuff. I love country music. And when I turn on country music, I would really love to hear country music. You know what I mean? Yep. So, and I think a lot of these new artists that are out there that are country, they're not getting a fair shake because I see them in Nashville and they got record deals and they're trying to come up and what they get, they get signed to record deals and they're, they're not played on radio. Radio's not going to play them. It's not their fault. Not the, not the programmer's fault. It's high up going, well, we got to fit this market where it's this, this, and this, this is what our, and they're looking at numbers of Spotify and I'm sure they have their reasons, but I'm telling you, I'm going to major concerts and I'm, I'm I walk around the tailgate areas and you know what I hear cranking from all the college kids. I still hear Hank jr. I still hear all that stuff. And I'm going, what are they talking about? No, that's why you got a guy like Luke Combs who's selling out. He's out selling everybody. He's doing country music. It's like he's defying all rules, and I love him, and I love them all. They're all friends of mine. I love them, and I'm telling you, uh, there's these people are more country than what other what people know. They're not giving a. They're scared. A lot of them are scared too. If I do something real country, I'll lose my audience, or I'm not. I'm going to lose my momentum, and that's that's there. That's some truth behind that. But not to get in, I'm not bashing anybody, but I just want to just grassroots bring country music. Back to the top. I think there's room for all of it. We're country music and there should be room for these people. They're not being able to be heard. And I love country music. And there's a lot of young kids out there and there's people, middle-aged people my age that love country music that aren't being fed. And people your age, you, you, I know you love country music. My daughters are, you know, 13, 14, and they, they love country music and they love hip hop and they, they love it all. But when they turn on country, they still crank country music. That's what they want to hear. And Cowboy Revival, I think, is just trying to bring all that to light, bringing these people, giving them a chance to be heard that's not being heard. And it's just grassroots. I want to build it up with Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. 
um, and give these artists. It's about, it's not about me. It's about the music. It's about these artists. I'll gladly, when it starts rolling, I'll gladly step away and go back to just writing songs, which is what I'm going to do anyways. But I don't know. I'm just real passionate about country music. And I think that it needs to be heard. It needs to be, I, I feel, I feel the groundswell out there of people going, man, what happened to all this? What happened? It's changed on us. You can't hear a good country song anymore. And you can every now and then. And I agree with these people, young and old. What's going on in Nashville? You know, so, or what's going on? Why are they releasing it? I don't know. I mean, a lot of those, again, those, those guys, I'm not bashing those people at all because I've, I've written some of them and I love those guys. But I think we, there's room for all of it and we need some country music. So I think that to me, that's, in my, I hope I'm answering your question. To me, that's Cowboy Revival. It's reviving the cowboy country music spirit that came behind the songs that we grew up loving. And it's just bringing that back to life and, and, and resurrecting it, if you will, because I don't think it was ever dead. I just think it needs to be revived. Well, I want to change because I think it's like anything in media, right? Music is part of media, video, all these things. Mm-hmm. But I think it, the, the, the word story is what's getting lost, right? I think we, we yes. repeat and we're like, okay, that sold a lot of albums or songs or hits or whatever on Spotify because of the beat, because of the lyrics, lyrics without any meaning. It's just kind of like a rhythm there. And you, okay, we're going to try and let's try and mimic that. And this happens in any, any industry of media. And it seems like that's kind of the case right now, to your point. What, what, how, how do you work with these artists when we talk about stories? Like, how do you like, man, there, there's, a, you got to tell a story because otherwise it ain't, it's not going to resonate. Right? Like just all these songs, like, Friends in Low Places, as cool as that song is, there's a there's like a meaning to that song. Right? There is. That, there really is. Yeah. And those songs are so hard to write because it takes craft. Mm-hmm. You, you can't just write them. And believe me, I'm look. I love. I know exactly what you're saying. The story songs that move people, right? Yeah. You you know you know who I thought had one. Uh, Scotty McCreary had five more minutes. You you hear that song? I thought that was a great story song that made people go, Oh my gosh, it's true. You've lost a loved one. If I had five more minutes with them, right? Yeah. Now granted it ain't the up tempo, roll your window down party. Cause I love those too. Yeah. But uh, is that what you're saying? Story wise, is that what you guys are asking about? Yeah. Stories. I mean, it's, <clears throat> I, I agree. And, and uh, ironically that song, the writer of that song is a guy named Monty Criswell, who's a dear friend of mine and me and Monty Criswell and Casey Bethard wrote a song. I had a title, Scotty McCreary cut this. And it's, uh, I had a title when my grandfather died, my uncle was there and he, he goes, man, he goes just to watch him fade in his older age. You know, he goes, uh, uh, you know what they, what they say, you know, once a man, twice a child. And I went, oh, gosh, what a great title. So I told Monty and Casey that and we went back and wrote that song. And it's basically about watching your grandfather get old, not losing him. You know, he's, you know, you know, it's a, it's a full circle ride kind of crazy. Coming back, uh, uh, full circle ride, kind of crazy. Coming back from eight, 18 to 80, I can see the dreams in his eyes and the innocence. He went from a kid to a dad to a kid again. Uh, just fumbling through the radio, listening for listening for a long gone song. Once you know, uh, uh, listen to listen for a long gone song. Just fumbling with the radio dial. Once a man, twice a child. It's that kind of thing. And it's just it's we we crafted. It took days to write that song, and. Scotty McCurry cut that song and it'll hopefully it's going to be one of those I keep hearing it's going to be 
you know, one of those that come out. It's going to be a major song. He did it at the Opry and got a standing ovation. So the story songs are still out there. They're just hard to write and they're hard to get cut because, you know, also you got to keep in mind too. And I try to keep in mind that the young kids out there on, you know, high school, the ones that aren't, aren't drinking on the, on the field parties, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> when they got, when they got that radio cranking, I don't know that they want to hear twice a child. They want to hear whiskey bent and Hellbound, or they want to hear some rock. They want to hear, and I get that. And I think there's room for all of it. It can just be country. Jason Aldean's amazing at that stuff. Luke Bryan's good at that stuff. They can, he can bring country, man. Rain is a good thing. And country girl, all that stuff. There's, there's country stuff to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I get, I get to rambling because I'm so passionate. I love country music. So I'm sorry if I'm rambling, but no, it's all good. No, I think the context of stories is something that, um, you know, a guy that I, I work with in the business in Vegas, he, we're pretty, and this is kind of like off tangent, but like, uh, we're comic book movie geeks, right? And he's like, man, it doesn't, a story is, a, sto- a good story doesn't matter if it's on print or if it's on video or if it's in music. If it's a good story, it's going to resonate, right? It's going to stick to the heart and soul of people. And, and it, I'd never thought about it that way until the way he said it. And I'm like, it's true. A good point, man. Jeez. He, he's dead on right. That's right. That's right. I mean, gosh, look at all the, look at all the classic songs in country. He stopped loving her today. Get on story songs. When you wish you, I wish I'd have wrote that. Of course, I wasn't alive then. I don't think when they wrote that. But can you imagine? God, I got to know. I knew that guy, Curly Putnam, that wrote that song. He stopped loving her today. And I asked Curly one time before he died. I said, "Did you know when you wrote that song that it was what it was going to be?" He said, "I didn't have a clue." He said, "We just knew it moved us." And I went, "Lesson learned." If you're writing songs and they're moving you, it's going to move somebody else. So it's all story songs. It's time to go to break. And when we return, let's talk about long-haired country boy, Mr. Charlie Daniels. from Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Wayne Newton. You know, Las Vegas prides itself on entertainment and providing the best experience of all for our visitors. One of our favorite times of year, of course, is during the National Finals Rodeo. We love having all the cowboys and cowgirls in our town. Unfortunately, we're not able to host the NFR in 2020. But trust me, we're counting the days until the NFR returns in December of 2021. Now, I've been around horses my whole life. It's a great lifestyle. And there's something really special about having all the NFR fans in our town at the same time. It's something that we'll never take for granted. Now, from all of us in Las Vegas, we'll see you very soon. Our doors are always open for you. All the best to you and your families.
Hi, I'm Speed Williams, eight-time world champion team roper, and this is NFR Extra. We are talking to Shane Miner on NFR Extra. Miner has composed hit songs for a multitude of country superstars, including Kenny Chesney, Cole Swindell, Luke Bryan, Jason Aldean, Justin Moore, Chris Young, and Rascal Flatts. How do you feel about Charlie Daniels? One of the best guys I ever knew in country music. One of the nicest, genuine. Uh, how often do you, how long you got? I can tell you stories about Charlie. He took me out with him on the road. Um, I had a, I, well, let me start with this. Uh, I had a son in high school, raised him myself pretty much with the help of his mother a little bit out, out West and my grandparents, but he was with me in Tennessee and I was a kid having a kid. I had him at 16. Um, and he's doing great. He's awesome. We're like brothers. And so, but when I was out on the road, I was a single dad and he was out. My son was at the house. Charlie Daniels came and got my son who was about 13 or 14. My son liked the golf and stuff. So did Charlie and Charlie, while I was on the road, Charlie Daniels came and got my son. He goes, Hey, hey, he called me up and he goes, Hey son, I went and picked up your son. We're going to go golf and he's going to be at the ranch. I don't want to see him sitting out there because he couldn't go because of school. And uh, I said, man, Mr. Charlie, you ain't got to do that. And he goes, no, I want to. I know how it is. And he goes, uh, I said, well, I'll, I'll pay. He goes, man, I don't even talk about paying me. My kid spent days with him golfing. And Charlie loved it. He, 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 was, he was being a dad again. And I'm like, this guy's got the biggest heart. And then I went and played with him on the road. And he did this thing in Wichita, Kansas for Starkey's. It's this house that have you heard about it? No. Ask Dave Corlew about it. He's got a house full of kids, unwanted kids that people didn't want, whether it be a mental handicap, physically handicapped, or maybe a, a mother, just a young mother goes, I'm having this child. I don't want the child. Charlie's got a house or he's involved with that place. And I mean, he, a lot of his own funds and own money, he, I, I, he would walk in you guys. And he's got about 150 kids. He had on staff, you know, nursing, counselors, teachers, whatever. I've never seen anything like it. They would all jump in Charlie's lap, hug him, and he would sit there and ball like a baby. Mm. Charlie Daniels. And whoo, affected me watching it. And um, always choked me up. And uh, he's a good guy. Dearly, dearly missed. Yeah, he was a big part of the rodeo. Huge part, yep. actually, in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, and we we talked about roping together. You know, roping was I team roped a ton, and Charlie did too. Char Charlie roped. I used to rope with his buddy that uh, ran his ranch. You know, Leroy Crawford, and Charlie and I would talk about it, and we'd be out there writing. Charlie and I wrote one day, and he had a I don't know if David remember this. It was way back, but Charlie had one of them old fiddles on the wall in his barn, his writing room. He had one of them big hats that he wore, you know, hanging up. And we all got to goof around. I threw one of them hats on one day and that thing came down to about my chin. And, and I grabbed that fiddle and started sawing that fiddle. Of course, it sounded like cats fighting and Charlie got to laughing and I just have great memories with him. And he just, God, I love that guy. I'm going to, I miss him talking about him. Ah, it just makes me miss him. But yeah. Yeah. David Corley's the best. I love him. Yeah. I can keep going about Charlie. I mean, just tell me when to stop. I got so many stories about him. Um, people, 
that didn't have tickets to a show, you know, he would, he would, he would hear about it and go get a family and set them side stage. Um, God. Yeah, he's got, uh, it's, you know, and I'm just going to touch on this. I'm sure you might be able to go off on this, but like you're a family, that whole group. And that's to your point of like country music. Um, I don't know if that exists in two of these genres, like hip hop, rock and roll or anything like that. But it for sure, when you think about country music and I think about Charlie Daniel band, there's a family behind that, that like, I mean, they're still killing it today. If you look on social media. Yeah. I mean, he's regurgitated every. He never focus on new music. He just regurgitated everything he's done. Yeah, YouTube following is gigantic for all of his concerts and whatever they could acquire. Um, yes, yes, yes. He's and I know that David's doing a lot of that. And Charlie's son, Charlie Junior. Have you talked to him? Yep. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Charlie. Charlie's great. Those guys. He's got some big shoes to fill, and little Charlie can do it. He's just like his dad and his mom. His mom gets lost in the in the shadow, but his mom, uh, Charlie's wife, Hazel, she's amazing. God. And yeah, but I, I'm with you. It's family. Country is country. Music is family. Yeah. And I want to hope and pray that rock and all those other genres experience that, you know, I do. There's a few rock guys I know and I'm, we stay pretty close and it seems like we're family. So I hope the fans are that way, you know? Yeah, I agree. So, Hey, yeah. talk about, uh, let's uh, talk about 2021. What, I mean, you're a guy that's working ahead of times. You know, you're behind the scenes, but you always have to work way ahead of time on with calendars and things like that. What's kind of your, what's going on for you as you kind of go through Cowboy Revival and end out the year and go into 2021? What are Shane Miner's projects, plans? What's going on with that world? Just write as many hit songs as I can with many artists and writers as I can and just do what I love to do. Just happy to, you know, be a dad go to as many rodeos as I can and with these girls of mine and, and just, just live, just live, just keep writing. And I'm looking forward to it. I got songs coming out and I, I know, did you hear, but last time we talked, we talked about the Luke Combs thing with that beer as cold as you. He sang that on the CMA awards. Did you see that? I loved it. Yeah, that's great. It's great. I was so tickled. Like, thank God. But yeah, I remember talking to you guys about that. You were the first. So, but, uh, <laughs> There'll be more of that, you know, Luke and I and, and my buddy Jonathan Singleton and uh, we'll be all getting together after the first of the year, right? In a little bit, hopefully, and, and uh, but throughout the year. But he's going to, you know, I th I'm looking forward really to the artists getting ready to tour. I want to see him tour again, be able to tour because those guys are taking a hit. So uh, and all those bands and the, the, the players and the families and the wives sitting at home and and the husbands are just, you know, that's how they make their living. I mean, you guys have heard about it. I mean, I just feel so sorry for these people. And, and uh, man, I just, I hope, I, you know, it will. 21 is going to pick up. It's going to be good. And I'm going to continue to write songs, good Lord willing, and, 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 and try to change the world one little note at a time if I can, if I'm so fortunate to. So, and it's just keep enjoying what I'm doing. Amen, Shane. Let's hit the pause button. After the break, we'll see what Mr. Miner has planned for Cowboy Revival at Cowboy Christmas on the RMEF live stage. The 
next generation of rodeo stars will compete at the Junior World Finals presented by Yeti. From December 3rd through 12th at the Wrangler Rodeo Arena inside the Countdown Coliseum at the famous Fort Worth Stockyards, more than 750 youth contestants will compete for titles in nine events. Bull riding, team roping, tie-down roping, steer wrestling, barrel racing, breakaway, pole bending, mini saddle bronc riding, and mini bareback riding. Competition start at 7.30 a.m. daily and admission is just 10 bucks. Visit NFRExperience.com for details. Hi, I'm Haley Kinsel, and you're listening to NFR Extra. We are back with Shane Miner. Shane has received BMI Performance Awards for songs, Live a Little, Chillin' It, Close Your Eyes for This, Beautiful Mess, Fall, Brand New Girlfriend, International Harvest, and Yup. if our fans are anything like me we could listen to you tell stories and talk all day long honestly oh that's awesome Brian. well I, I got some stories some i can't repeat on here i got some great ones i'd get in so much trouble but i wish i wish i could but i can't all right but the exciting thing is they can listen to others you tell stories and some artists they're at cowboy christmas Yes. All week. We're cow- yep, all week. From at 1.15 p.m., Cowboy Revival Show, Cowboy Christmas, and we are going to have a ball. There's a great lineup coming in. Um, we got Jenna LeMaster and um, Ashlyn Craft today. Um, let's see, tomorrow I got Drake Milligan. Drake was uh, – he's a new artist on Sony. He's a country guy. Sounds like a young George Strait. He's on Sony Records. He played Elvis in some show, some Hallmark movie. He played Elvis. It's hysterical. We give him grief about it. And uh, he's a Texas boy. So he's home. So he's here. And I'm trying to think. I don't have the lineup in front of me. I don't got Randall King coming. Um, Lainey Wilson. She's coming. She's she's uh, she's great. She's on. She's got a record deal out of Nashville. She does some songs for Yellowstone. Reading for a part on Yellowstone. Um, yeah, she's awesome. Uh, Wyatt McCubbin, a new guy coming up who's country. Great. I mean, this guy's awesome, too. I got Gwen Barbel coming who's one of the funniest guys ever. If you've ever seen Wynn Barble, have you seen him? I haven't. Oh, trust me. You need to see Wynn Barble. And uh, Tyler Booth's coming. He's a new artist on Sony's country. He's kind of like a young Jamie Johnson. He's up and comer on Sony. And um, I get just great people. I hope I'm not missing anyone because I would feel horrible if I'm missing people because I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Am I missing anyone, Maggie? I got my daughter over here listening to this. She's a barrel racer, Brylin. That's what I, that's what I was telling you about, Maggie. <laughs> all those that are listening we are waving because we are on a zoom call we're all in texas but we are not in the same room today that's right that's right so but yeah um who else do i have who am i missing golly let me think i got Wyatt. easton corbin was supposed to come he couldn't come um oh boy oh i think i, I think i got it i think that's right I believe so. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be great. There's, it's a great lineup. So, no, Mr. Bonnie's not going. But but yeah, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shane, we uh, I tell you, man, we could I we got to bring you. I we just got to keep bringing you on. You're kind of that you know, like Dave Letterman always had like every few months he'd bring on just that that guest that was just fun. It didn't matter if you're promoting something. It didn't matter. Like 
You're our uh, that guest on David Letterman. I I could give you a million people, but like you'd do that with. But uh, you, you're the kind of guy that we could bring on every two months and just talk about stuff. And actually, we have to to dive more. I think dive deeper into your stories and your songs, like almost like a whole episode about. Hey, tell us about these five songs because I think five songs would cover about mm, two hours, three hours. <laughs> we'll do it. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm serious about getting Brett Michaels for you guys. I'm going to call him as soon as we hang up. I'm going to text him and go, hey, man, oh, if you guys are serious. Yeah. See if I can rope him into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're trying, our whole approach here is to bring on people. You know, we don't always have to talk about NFR. I mean, hell, we didn't even talk about NFR here with you. We didn't barely even, Rodeo got up because you, you know, roped with Charlie. So it, it's, to your point, country music, I think that the more we dive into this stuff, people start finding out the stories that, um, that create content, I guess, in the Western lifestyle. Oh, that's probably yeah. the way to describe it. Yeah, that's right. You're exactly right. But, uh, and uh, I appreciate you guys having me on here. It's always a pleasure to come on here. I love both of you. Yeah. I wish we could hang out. You know, I know you guys are over there doing your thing, and I'd love to see you while I'm here. But if we don't, that's okay. We all, I understand. But um, if there's any way I can help your podcast, because I love what you guys are doing, you and Brian Land, so I, I will help. And then thanks for letting me be part of the family. Yeah, well, hey, thank you for coming on, man. Enjoy Cowboy Revival. Enjoy. Yes. Safe, healthy. And uh, yeah. And if I don't. You too. The rest of this, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, too, brother. Hey, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you guys, too. And enjoy the NFR. And call me if you need anything, and I'll be I'll be in touch with you today. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. All right. We want to thank Shane Miner for visiting us again on NFR Extra. Want to experience more of NFR? Then visit NFRExperience.com. And we invite you to subscribe to NFR Extra on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you're listening right now. If you like what you've heard on NFR Extra, we would love it if you gave us a big five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe. NFR Extra. All dirt. All rodeo. All year.